Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Hustling Grind podcast. I'm Ryan Coakley of Ryan Chadbourne Knifeworks, and I'm sitting here with the second to last time with Jason Hartwell of JK Blades. Hello. He's got a, he's got a special guest in the studio back again, Donnie Dulovich. What's going on, guys? Yeah, yeah. He's actually sitting next to me this time in real life. Yeah, it's weird because you guys are like literally sitting next to each other. Well, there's a table between us. You look like you could be related. Because <laughs> we're both big with beards and tattoos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that describes most of the people that go to Blade Show. Yeah, exactly. We can all be cousins. That's right. <laughs> the South is known for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of cousins, man, and uh, the South and, like, Uncle Daddy's, how about them uh, Tennessee Volunteers? That was crazy. Dude, Ryan, you're not a football fan, but you had to have heard about that, right? Nope. Tennessee whooped uh, Alabama's ass yesterday. One by a field goal with two seconds on the clock. In overtime, right? No, it, it didn't go to overtime. Oh, it didn't? Uh-uh. But I, caught, I missed most of the game. I caught the very, very end of it. I caught the fourth quarter. We watched it after the Georgia game, and it was wild. Dude, they, the Tennessee fans rushed onto the field, ripped the goalpost out of the ground, walked them out of the stadium, down the road, and threw them into the Tennessee River. Holy. <laughs> that, you guys don't fuck around. <laughs> so they, they won by field goal? Won by a field goal with two seconds. That's why it's important to hold it laces out. Yep. <laughs> I don't think they'd beaten Alabama in 15 years. 15 years, yep. That was a big deal. Wow. Yeah, so every Bama fan right now is so butthurt just because, you know, they feel like they're invincible and all this stuff, and they lost. Yeah, the South goes way harder than we do on, like, college and high school sports. Um, I mean, we've got the main Black Bears, and – like, yeah, we support them, but we ain't going to go rip a goalpost out of the ground if they win. Yeah, it gets intense down here, dude, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I love my Bulldogs. We watch the Georgia Bulldogs religiously. If there's a game on, we're watching it. Every now and then, if we can't get the channel, like, we'll go somewhere. We'll go sit at a restaurant and sit at the bar if there's a TV there just to make sure we can watch the ball game. Yeah, see, I'm in Patriots country. So, up here, it's like Patriots or fuck you. Yeah, NFL's cool, but I like college better because I feel like they're actually trying harder. Once they get to the NFL, they got that contract. They can kind of step back a little bit. Like, they're giving it their all in college. <laughs> that reminds me of a South Park episode. Oh, oh come on again, South yes. Park. <laughs> Donnie knows the one I'm talking about, I bet. I, I'm sure I, I'm trying to think of it, but not off the top of my head. Cartman pretends to be a Southern slave owner. Oh yeah, and he goes. He goes to like college teams, and he's like student athletes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. definitely remember that. That was a great one, as most of them are. I thought you were going to talk about the NASCAR one when you were talking about car. No, 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 because he he starts up a crack baby basketball yes. league. Yes, <laughs> and he's trying to recruit for his crack baby basketball league. So he goes and he like pretends to be a slave owner so he can connect with the college teams because. It's pretty much sanctioned slavery. I mean, those guys are really getting a raw deal. They really do. Um, it's getting better, I think, but for years, everybody has made a lot of money off of them except them. Yeah. Well, yeah. now yeah. they're allowed to make money 
off of their image and likeness. So, like, if there's a jersey or, like, a bobblehead doll or whatever, they're allowed to collect on that kind of stuff. Which, as soon as they did that, <clears throat> they did away with NCAA football on you know for the video game, which was my go-to. I don't know if it's back <laughs> or not yet, but when they canceled that, man, I was upset. That was yeah. about the only video Part- game I played. Part of them being more aggressive on the field, too, might be their age. That's true. You know, like your frontal lobe's not developed until you're 23, and that's after college or at least in the beginning of an NFL career where you're not really worried about self-harm. Like, that dude's got the ball. I'm going to smash into him as hard as I can because I want to make him drop that ball. You forget sometimes how old some of those NFL players are. Yeah. I mean, the running backs yeah. don't last long, but a lot of those guys play up into, you know, high 30s, almost 40. Yeah, Tom Brady's 40, isn't he? I think he's yeah. 40. Yeah, I think he's over 40 now. Yeah. Who's that one that got in trouble because he refused to take the vaccine? Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, Rogers. is that his name? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Hernandez, he was the baseball player that killed himself, right? No, he was a tight end. Well, the Hernandez I'm thinking of was the tight end for Patriots. There's probably a lot of Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, the one that played for yeah, the Gators. Probably I don't few. think he was the Patriots, but. What was that TV show on Netflix that was something Hernandez? It was like a documentary about somebody. It was probably him. Going through. Because he, he murdered somebody and then yeah. went to jail and killed himself. Okay, yeah, that probably was him. I think we started that, but just could not get into it. All-star college player. Played with Tim Tebow at Florida. And then, yeah, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah, that's the quarterback yeah. for Green Bay. Yeah, he's in his 40s too, isn't he? Probably. Probably close. Yeah, he's been around forever. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Let's Google it. <laughs> he got drafted when they still had Brett Favre and uh, sat on the bench for quite a few years. So he's got to be up there. He's 38. Okay. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. He's still got he, it, too, though. Quarterback's one of those positions you can you can keep going even at a higher age. You don't yeah, get beat if you up have as bad. A, if you have a good defensive line so you don't get sacked a lot, yeah, yeah, you're good to go. Tom Brady's been lucky on that front. He, he didn't get touched for most of his career. Yeah, Bill Belichick made sure. Yeah. Yeah. Protect that investment. <laughs> Tom Brady reminds me of a South Park episode, too. Oh, my I, God. I love coming on this podcast. <laughs> Ryan just wants to fuck with me when you're on here. I love it. <laughs> they do an episode where uh, people are doing, like, have you ever heard of those fecal swaps where sick people have healthy people's poop put in their intestines? Is yeah. this real or is this from just South Park? No, it's a real thing that South Park made fun of. Okay, no, I make fun of that, that myself. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm dying. Give me some of your shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so South Park's making fun of it. So everybody in South Park is trying to steal Tom Brady's poop. <laughs> I don't and think I saw this. The kid, the kids break into his house, and he has like a vault full of jars of poop. Of course he does. Because <laughs> like people are hiding in the sewers, waiting for him to flush his toilet, and like yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I have to say, wow. That's that's why they're the greatest show in history because they've made an episode about everything. Name something. Yeah. I don't want to. They used to be so up to date, <laughs> so, so quick on the turnaround of the show that it was something they'd be doing a spoof on something that happened last week. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they did a documentary on it. It's like uh, six days to air or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we're going to name this one South Park is Stupid 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible name. Yeah. Hey, I'm have gonna... y'all watched that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix? No, it's supposed to it. be. Dude, it's terrible. Really? So bad. That's not what I heard. Yeah, that is not what I heard either. I haven't watched it. I don't have Netflix. I don't know why the world went crazy. I mean, it was awful. It never showed him actually killing anybody. And everybody's so scared of it, like, oh, my God, this will make your head turn. He just wanted to take pictures of people. That was his little excuse. But it's like fucking gay porn. Huh. I mean, all the way through it, he's trying to, like, just get these dudes. And I guess I didn't realize he was gay, but he is way gay. Oh, yeah. That's how he got his victims. Yeah. He's like, you want your wee-wee sucked? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, who doesn't? <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, well, come over to my place, and I'll dismember you and put your head in my freezer. Yeah. Wow, I never knew that. And it showed him one time, as far as the cannibalism, it just showed him sitting at a table with a plate and a piece of meat. Never showed what it was or showed him cutting it off of whatever body part. But it's just like the camera angle and the way they looked at the meat and the way they looked at his face and watched him cut it and go up real slow for the bite. You could tell that's what they were wanting it to look like. They're implying, yeah. yeah but it was so ungraphic. You know what I mean? Wow. I, just, I heard it was creepy. That's yeah. surprising. I would not recommend it. Are you a scary movie person, though? Not really, but I love documentaries. Okay. Like right about that you. kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Um Scary movies like the monsters and it and all that—they're ridiculous. Stuff like The Grudge and The Exorcist—I I can't do it. Yeah, like, I watched The Exorcist when I was a little kid. That ruined uh, those type movies for me. Some of them I like, like The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, Wrong Turn. I like those kind. You know, The Hills Have Eyes. That's that one of the gnarly rape scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that fucked with me. I was like, I can't, I can't watch this. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's gross. Well, I, I, I have a tendency of kind of using that time of a movie. I don't like that shit in any movie. Yeah, but I'll use that as my time to go to the fridge. You know, go grab a snack. That's the weird. only horror movies that ever really scared me as a kid were the original Hellraiser series. I don't know if I've seen. Yeah. That. I don't either. That was the Pinhead guy, right? Yeah, I don't think and, I've ever seen it. But I was like five or six when those movies came out. Your mom was just trying to fuck with you. She'd like go to work and I'd be like, what's this VHS tape? Pop it in the VCR. VHS tapes. I just dated myself. Throwback. That is a throwback. Man, be kind to rewind. Uh Uh-oh. We're a mic down over here. I'm back. You're not back. And we're back. Um, but anyway, yeah, scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's old. And I think we're all of VHS age. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you, Donnie? I'm 34. I, I knew you were a little younger. You're holding up well. You don't quite look that old yet. Really? I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. I've been looking old my whole life. Go, being so, able to buy beer at 17, 18 years old. So, so. now you're just starting to catch what yeah, you've been looking even like. even enough. Okay, there nice. we go. <laughs> We had a buddy growing up who had back hair at like 16. I'm just getting there. So we would, when we wanted alcohol and we couldn't find anybody to buy it, we would call the taxi cab and have them bring us pizza and beer. And he would answer the door without a shirt on. 
because he's a fucking gorilla. He was all hairy and shit. They never questioned it. That's hilarious. Everybody finds a way, no matter what what town you're in. You find a way. I'm yeah. The taxi cab for pizza and beer. So that's yeah, like the original Uber Eats. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, pretty much. They'd start their clock as soon as they left wherever they were. They'd go pick up the pizza. They'd run to the store, pick up the beer. We'd have to cover the cost of the pizza, the beer, and the taxi tab. Well, I'll be damned. I bet that was more expensive than Uber Eats. Probably. That's like innovation right there. Well, back in back in those days, I mean, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Gas, gas is a buck. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, that is the good old days. Man, I spent uh, almost $700 on fuel yesterday, wow. Friday. When I'm down in Florida, I drive uh, probably a half a mile to get to the packing house every day and work a 12-hour day or so, go back home, and don't do much other driving. Up here, 60-mile round trip every day to work. Yeah. You start going to any grocery stores, or you know, you drive 100 miles a day up here, no problem. Yeah. So that gas bill is I'm I'm really figuring out that price now. <laughs> I, I, I kind of ignore it when I'm down south, but boy, you pay attention up here. And Ryan's got a badass truck. I mean, uh, Donnie has a badass truck for anybody out there that wants to know. Nice. It was a lot prettier about four or five days ago. Yeah, yeah. It's hardly noticeable though. Yeah, I had a, I woke up in the morning, walked downstairs to a giant oak tree branch that had broke off during a storm and fell directly on my hood. Oh shit! Yeah, and it was heavy. Trying to get it off in the morning. It, it dented it up pretty good and put a little dent in both the top of the fenders, but it'll 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 get fixed. Yeah, it's a nice truck. He drove here today, like to the studio. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, it was going to be a little tricky for me to get out of the parking lot that is my house. <laughs> He's got them all packed in over there. <laughs> What's gas up to down there? Uh, I want to say gasoline is... About 325, 310. That's a little less than that now, I think. Yeah. I haven't filled up in a few. I think it was 319 last time I filled up. I rarely get gas. I'm always getting diesel. So, But diesel price is coming down, though. It's it's around 450, 440. Yeah. We're at 369 for gas and 519 for diesel right now. Oh, my gosh. We were over $5 for a long time on diesel, but I was really worried that storm was going to hike the prices up again but it didn't seem to affect it none no but well hell you're from florida your your homestead go okay down there y'all make it through okay yeah we were fine we got probably eight inches of rain and i mean very very little wind Uh, it was just basically a bad thunderstorm for us um i saw one tree fall down but it was probably ready to go anyways yeah probably had a few uh early plantings of vegetables get washed out and Maybe a little bit damaged, but it'll just be a slow start to the year. Nothing major. We didn't have a whole lot in the ground yet. That's good. That's good. So, uh, Ryan, I want you to be jealous because I'm up here hanging out with Donnie D in person. And when we get done here, we're going to grill out and going to sit on the porch, drink a brewski, proper feet up. Make a day out of it. I don't know if you know this. But I don't really like hanging out with people. <laughs> so you look like a grumpy fucker. We were watching the <laughs> we were watching the news yesterday, and uh, it was like National What Is It Day? You know, like National Sibling. Yesterday was National Grumpy Person Day. So I should have reached out to to wish you you know a good Happy day. Happy belated, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I'm not grumpy. I'm just like I. 
like I, I have two of my childhood best friends that both live five houses down the street in opposite directions. I haven't seen either one of them in a year. <laughs> wow. I'm, I love being around people, dude. Like I love it, especially small groups. You know, like I just, I really enjoy the company. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Got some good food. Yeah. I got to see the knife shop finally after all these years. Yeah. It's a little I love, tour. Less than impressive, huh? <laughs> that was cool. You see it on Instagram love, Live all the time. You finally get in there in person. Yeah. I love good food. Who doesn't love good food? But I also hate hearing other people eat. Uh, yeah, I, I can hear that. Well, I, I yeah. sit with my mouth closed. Yeah, we'll just sit a little further apart than this. Yeah. That makes uh, me want to punch somebody square yeah, in the face. That's bad. Of, of any age. <laughs> like, a bunch like, of baby you're yeah. sucking that nipple too hard it's weird though because i like watching animals eat i think it's cool like what kind of animals like squirrels cows uh, see i like lions ripping apart zebras that's pretty cool they're probably too loud for ryan though <laughs> probably so <laughs> uh, i don't know my hearing's not what it used to be i run chainsaws for a living yeah that'll get to you yeah, I never wear ear protection. <coughs> I ain't got time to put that shit on. Yeah, me neither. I got some earbuds in most of the time at work, but they're definitely not hearing protection. Yeah. Well, if anything, it's probably worse because you got to turn them up to full blast volume just to get over the noise that you're around and kind of hear. I did finally upgrade to those uh, wireless um, isotunes yeah. for the shop. And I, I really like them. I mean, I think they work pretty good. Sometimes I won't even turn anything on if I'm out of podcasts, and they'll block the noise halfway decent. So my isotunes came with kind of the pointy. Mm-hmm. That's the one things that, that you twist up and have to put in your ear. No, that's not not these. Okay, um, mine actually came with several different ones, but the ones they called noise canceling looked like a little cone, almost these, like an earplug. You know, no, these look like um, they really look just like the Beats. AirPod, whatever the AirPod version of Beats are. Um, okay. Kind of oval-shaped. They sit in there very well, and, and I have a tough time finding ones that fit my ear. And they're comfortable, and they block the noise. I mean, it's probably not as good as real ear protection, protection right. but if I don't have those, I'm probably not using much of anything. So it's better than nothing. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, he, he checked out the shop and saw the, the grinder and all. It's not as cool as a Richard Beck grinder, you know, Beck's Armory. But it'll do. Gets the job done. Yeah. But he did see the forge burners. Yeah, that was really cool. From Beck's Armory. Nice. So, Ryan, what do you know about Beck's Armory? I know a lot about Beck's Armory. Tell me a little bit. He uses finite element analysis to design his equipment. (laughs) I've got his (laughs) BA shredder and I've got the pedestal. And I've got my BA shredder mounted to the pedestal. And that's the way to go. For, well, I shouldn't say that because everybody needs to have a dedicated mounted grinder. Like my BA shredder that's portable, I use it a lot for my small wheel attachment and stuff like that. Like quick attachment changes, you know what I mean? And I can slide it out of the way. If I need to clean, put it back. You can use that promo code HUSTLE10 at checkout. Get a discount on your order. So and it helps us too. That's got the pedestal's got casters on it, right? 
Yeah. When they're locked, do you have any problem with it wanting to move or tilt if you're having to really put some force onto the platen? No, but I picked the expensive neoprene, like 350 pound each with locks on all four wheels. Oh, gotcha. I, if you only did two, you'd probably get some pivot on the side that you didn't have the locks on. But So when I want mine stationary, I lock all four wheels. And my floor is concrete, so the neoprene really sticks to the concrete. And Well, hell yeah. Ryan, did you happen to uh, go on Instagram today? Maybe see who won a certain giveaway? I didn't see it on Instagram, but Jason told me. Okay. <laughs> as soon as you told me, I texted Ryan. I cracked up. I was in the office. My boss entered. His daughter entered. A bunch of people were waiting for me to do the drawing, so I did it at work before I left to come up here. First time I'd ever done a giveaway, and J.K. Blades came up, and I just started cracking up. I had to text him. I said, Jason, I'll be bringing you your knife. Hell, yeah. And that's weird because I, mean, I haven't been on Instagram in so long, and last time I got on there, I saw that, and I started <coughs> not to enter because I'm like, man, that's my friend. You know, I don't want to, like, oh, that's make great. it seem rigged or whatever. But I kind of forgot I even did it, you know? That's why I screen recorded the whole process because just in case my boss or a family member, yeah. or all kinds of people entered, I wanted everybody to know it was legit. So have you posted that yet? Just in my stories. Okay, okay. I don't think I'll make a post about it. Everybody see it there. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's plenty sufficient. They got yeah. 24 hours. They knew when you were going to draw. That's right. So, yeah, anytime I've done, like, raffles and all that kind of stuff, I keep them up for a little bit and then go back and delete it because who wants to see me talk about a raffle that's finished, you know? <laughs> Drawing rando numbers. I never win them fucking things. I haven't either. I'm, that's the first thing I've ever won, like, knife-wise. I want a cutting board from Derek from Alden. Oh, that's cool. So I won a cutting board off of a guy down in Central Florida one time on a raffle, and I've actually won a couple knives. At least two from one guy. I think three from one guy. That's impressive. Damn. And old Brownie wins that shit a lot, too. Really? He's got some good luck with that. That cutting you, board you, I got, though, it made me think. Whenever I got that cutting board in the mail, I like Derek from Alden a lot. You know, he, he's a super cool guy. He does a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I got the cutting board, I looked at it, and I'm like, this is a fucking block of wood with the word Derek stamped in the corner. Like this, he sanded it down. <laughs> how you how you making money? Yeah. Selling a block of wood. Yeah, it's not even one of the ones that's like cut and stacked, and you know, right? It's it's literally. Do you see and see the groove around the edge? No, huh? no, <laughs> not even a routered groove. It's wow. literally just a a square block, probably I don't know, ten or twelve inches max by eight, pretty small. And then down in the corner, it's just got Derek stamped in there. It's like one of those branding hot things. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to have. Yeah, you want it, too, so. Yeah. But. I did win an apron from Megabyte Clockwork Aprons. Oh, that's cool. Like, like a year and a half ago. But I entered so many of her raffles just to get an apron that I never wear. <laughs> I I could have just bought one. <laughs> Like I should, you know, I did like ten of her raffles, and then I finally got one. That's where I met with Josh Josh Scott's knives. I enter every single raffle. I probably could have just bought a knife by now. Yeah, I'll be doing a raffle soon. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be in. Yeah, let me know. I want one of those diamond shaped fuckers. What kind of blade do you guys think I should do for it? The diamond grind. 
for sure, diamond grind. Uh, we were talking about your fucking knives. We were standing in my knife shop talking about your knives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the diamond grind, dude, for sure. Speaking of which, what kind of knives are you working on now? Yeah. All I've got for orders right now is a bunch of EDCs. So, like, I don't enjoy making them. You know what I mean? Because it's like you do full flat grinds. Meh, meh, meh. They're easy. You know what I mean? I have to be, like, struggling while I'm doing it to enjoy it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I'm a glutton for punishment. You haven't finished the buoy we talked about last time, have you? No, I got the handle all fitted up, and I got to start shaping the handle. And That's going to be a cool one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I, that's not a paid order, so it's not a priority. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a spare time type deal. It may turn into something super cool for me. It may turn into jack shit. So who knows? So I do that one when I have time. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Got to pay the bills first. Exactly. Well, Donnie, how's your day? (laughs) Looks like we've lost Ryan. It does look like he's frozen. That's all the way frozen. What a face that is. (laughs) So have you watched any of this fantasy challenge on... On YouTube, any of the videos yet? I have not. I've yeah. kind of kept up with a few of the guys and looked at the pictures. Some badass stuff coming through. Really that cool thing, dude. stuff this time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I haven't. I got such limited time, like to to focus on YouTube. When I do it, I feel like I need to be learning something. Yeah. And that just, you know, it's, I haven't it's watched awesome. It's cool yet. as shit. It's just not a priority for me. I tell you, you want to learn something about Damascus, watch Dennis Tyrell's video because uh, he, he just lays everything, every step. He tells you what the pattern's going to look yeah. like. Then he shows you the pattern, and it looks like that. It's really, really His cool. ability to explain what he's doing in a way that is like beneficial to whoever's listening is uncanny. It really is. I, I watched the video just strictly for entertainment. Like I want to see what he came up with for fantasy. And I'm like, here, I am learning again. Yeah. I saw uh, Brian House. I saw his. His looks very fanciful. Is that a, it was, is that a word? It was very cool. I love the forge finish in the middle. He yeah. Left. Yeah. B. Cone came out with a freaking Claymore sword. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this thing is fucking enormous. That, that thing was cool. It looks cool, though. Yeah. But Ambitious. Good God. First Damascus and first sword. Yeah. But hey, I mean, go big or go That's home, right? Super cool. Turned out great. But no, and Brian, huge. though, he probably started on it like. The day the rules were announced. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I think he's been done with it for a month and a half. Probably. <laughs> waiting on the video. Yeah. There's, uh, I saw, oh, God, what's his name? I feel like an asshole now. Spencer Sanderson. I can't remember his his Forge name. Um, nobody. Nobody. What do you make? Me. The Woot Steel. Oh, um, uh, Heavy Forge? Yep, Heavy Forge. Yeah. And he's been on the podcast. Sorry, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that one looked badass. It I haven't seen that. Real yeah, I was looking good. forward to that. It's almost to me. It kind of just looks like a Bowie, but it's the Woot steel and it's got a cool little integral guard. I think it's integral, but um, that's like magic to me. Whenever I see somebody, yeah, finishing off an integral guard, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean integral bolsters, cool enough. Yeah, that's the whole tough enough. Guard. Yeah, getting a guard out of that's just about magic. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Because it is, it's very impressive. I have to put that on the next to watch list. <clears throat> I had to turn down a blade recently because I wanted an integral bolster. Mm. You just got a forge? Like, Come on. 
I was like, oh, fuck, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I honestly, I can't feel good about doing one of those for the first time without the proper equipment or skill and selling you the blade. <clears throat> so I told him no. I said, if you want to go without an integral bolster, we're good to go. But the only way I can do it is to buy a fucking three-quarter inch thick piece of steel and grind it into a blade. Well, the uh, Baker Forger Tool is selling integral stock removal billets. Are they really? Yeah, you just have to have somebody pony up for that uh, that price tag. But, yeah, they're forge welding Mokume bolsters onto a some of their Damascus and selling billets ready to be stock removed into integral chef knives. Wow. Yeah, pretty I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, it's really cool. I've always thought in my head there's got to be a way to just, you know, like like forge weld a couple chunks of steel where the bolster would be mm-hmm. and just grind it out. Yeah, a lot of people do yeah. that, actually. Salem Straub, I think, does most of his bolsters that way. That way the Damascus doesn't get distorted when right. he forges it out. And uh, Dennis Tyrell was talking about when he did his journeyman smith test, he had to leave a knife out because he forge welded the bolsters on, and it was all mono steel. Nobody could tell. Yeah. But you weren't allowed to forge weld. Yeah. Your journeyman like, smith he knives. talked about that when he was on our show here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that. But I have to say I've only done – one, I've only finished one integral knife. I have a couple I'm working on, and I think grinding them is the hardest part. It's it's just uh, not fun getting everything square and straight, and yeah. centered. And see, I've only ever forged to finish one blade, and all my time I'm doing this crap. And hell, I I liked it okay, but not enough to try to sell it. My dad's got that one actually. He uses it, uses it a lot. He uses it in the kitchen to damn cut potatoes, <laughs> and it's got to be at least a good eight eight inch thick. Yeah, and Dad, that's not really right for this task, but he likes it. You like it? You like it? Yeah. <laughs> if I could, I'd forge all my knives as close to finish as possible. But everybody wants stainless. Yeah, stainless—that's forgeable, right? It is if you really, really know what you're doing, and yeah. I don't. I know Josh Prince has been doing it a lot. Um, I know some people try to do it right out of the heat treat oven because you got to stay within some pretty strict parameters, yeah. but I'm not even close to wanting to attempt that yet. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, I almost have to talk people into carbon steel blades. Yeah, I try. It doesn't work enough, but I try sometimes. But you have to be honest and say, listen, you are going to really have to take care of this more than you're used to and keep it exactly, dry. And they don't want to. Right. And, oh, no, I'll just take yeah. stainless then. Okay. It only takes one little mistake. I mean, hell, Donnie was just looking at one of my JK blades in my kitchen. Somehow it got left overnight with water on it, and it's full-blown rust on the blade edge right at the heel. And Mm -hmm. just one little spot, but it doesn't take but a second with that carbon steel. Yeah, it'll definitely happen. I just had uh, somebody bring me an old, my second chef knife I ever made, brought it to be sharpened, and it pretty obviously went through the dishwasher. Yeah. And it had some, some light rust on it. But I was able to get that off pretty pretty easy with some polish. But the handle was starting to separate a little bit up towards the top and the bottom. Still very secure, not going anywhere. I told him I'd replace the handle if he wanted, but he didn't want to. That's good. Yeah. So. Yep. Didn't didn't Stormlight say that Baker Forge and Tool is going to be doing Makume uh, pin stock? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, That's badass, cool. too. Yeah. Yeah. 
think they've already started on it. Really? I think so. I'll have to look into that. I want to try that. I'm hoping, because he's going to send me a piece of Makume, Stormlight is, because we're going to do a swap and <coughs> trade for some uh, canvas micarta. Dude, you but, hit the jackpot with that block. I know, of he's gotten a lot out of that micarta. <laughs> right? <laughs> You've gotten so many good trades. I'm probably over halfway through the block. Wow. So I'm going to have to start slowing down because I want to save enough of it where I don't ever have to order any again, or at least for not for a long time. Well, hell, it ain't going to be long. You'll be able to sell that, what is that, silver maple? Mm-hmm. Start selling chunks of that. Or trading, got, not selling. but I took two blocks of it because I wanted to experiment. Because I see a lot of wood turners drying wood in their microwave and shit. So, so I took two blocks, one that's just like regular flame curly maple and then another one that was straight burl, and I dried them in my microwave. And, uh, yeah, see if it works. I got them in the vacuum <laughs> chamber right now. I'm interested to know. I didn't know. I I've never to, heard of that before. Yeah, you do a minute at a time, and, like, they whistle from the steam coming out of the core of the block. And you let them like get down till the whistle stops. Then you do another minute. Let them sit till the whistle stops. Do another minute, and then uh, I threw them in the toaster oven for like half a day at two hundred. I've heard too that you can weigh them. Like if you've got a little small food scale or whatever that does ounces or grams or you know low weight, you can weigh it in between each time. And when it stops going down, all the moisture's out. Mm-hmm. You know, Ryan's got a scale for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a tester too that you stamp <laughs> into the wood and it gives you uh Yeah, he's he's definitely got a scale that'll do down to the gram. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah supposed to mean. I don't actually. What's the point? That's true. If you're keeping it all, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, you grow your own, you don't need it. Yeah. When I when I say how many pounds I got off my harvest, it's an estimate. I'm like that feels like a pound. Could be, could be four pounds. Who I was, knows? I was more thinking like little dime bags or whatever, but I guess if you're getting pounds, you're not worried about a dime bag. That's right. <laughs> no. No. It all just sits in jars until I smoke it anyways. That's good. That's good. Good to have a jar of weed laying around. I got a bunch of... My my house or shop would get you put in jail where you guys live. That's, that's oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. Every And it's not like a uncommon thing here i mean i had i just finished cutting the last plant down this morning and my neighbor's out like mowing his lawn he's like how you doing i'm like how's it going snip 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 <laughs> like nobody cares how's that make you feel cutting that thing down after all the work and watching it grow and all that and then the real work begins ah uh, well yeah i guess so you gotta hang it up and dry it huh yeah the drying it and trimming it and like getting it in jars and this is when the shitty part happens. Growing it's the fun part. I thought this smoking is, it was the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you a you weed smoker, I mean. Donnie? I used to be. I really don't do it often anymore. I always have yeah. some gummies or something laying around just yeah. for the special Whew. occasion. But it's it's medically legal in Florida, so it's very easy to get if you want to get a card and go get it. But not recreational yet. I'm sure it's not far off. Yeah, Georgia is like you can get CBD here. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of it. And uh, medical cannabis oil is legal in Georgia. 
but there's no legal way to purchase it in the state of Georgia. Wow. That's a big thing that's coming up on the election. Our next election coming up right now is that, you know, but, but anyway, uh, Ryan, you got a list laying around in front of you anywhere? Uh, I can pull it up. I don't hold on. Uh, it's weird how laws are different state by state for sure. And drastically different in some states. Yeah. Like you can own pretty much whatever gun you want in Maine. But if I were to try to drive to Jason, I'd be a felon like seven times yeah. before I got to him. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we do not have very strict gun laws here at all. No, Florida either. No, we're we're surprisingly because Maine's technically a blue state because of Southern Maine, um, and our governor is a wretched cunt. <laughs> well, there you have it. But, but surprisingly, we still have con- like constitutional carry. You don't need a permit to carry a, a firearm here concealed. Wow. Um, they just swapped back to that in Georgia. Really? Yeah, within the past couple yeah. of months. I've got my permit. You definitely have to have a permit in Florida. Yeah, you don't need one here. But you guys have stand your ground laws, and That's we don't. True. Oh, yeah. Which I wish we did. So I can come <laughs> on my porch. You fuck around <laughs> and find out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, so does that uh, private sale is still legal here. Uh, so, like, if Jason and I met on Facebook and he wanted to buy a firearm off me, I could sell it to him in the Walmart parking lot. Totally legal. Yep. No problem. No background check. Yeah, we but, can do that here, too. Yeah, but if it comes out later on that he uses that gun in a crime and I sold it to him private sale... There's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called, but they'll backtrack to me and I'll be in trouble. Well, here they advise that you do what they call a FFL transfer, which yeah, is the background check. Yeah. Once you sell it, you know, to whoever, then it, it takes the registration out of your name and puts it on someone else. Now, yeah. whether they're legally obligated to, or not obligated, I guess, legally allowed to have it or not, you know, cause if you're a convicted felon here, you can't carry but uh, it's not really our problem as the seller in that situation. I imagine if you transfer it to their name and they're not allowed to have it, somebody would come knocking on their door awfully quick. Yeah, probably on their door, mm-hmm. so not mine. Here to do that, you have to go to a gun shop, and like they, whoever you're selling it to does the background check, but it's not a law that you have to do it. Right. I do it anyways. If it's not somebody I know... I'm like, all right, cool. We'll meet at main military and we'll do a swap. And if they say, fuck that deals off. Yeah. Cause if you're legally allowed to buy it, why wouldn't you be okay with going and doing the transfer? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's just like, there's no law here for that, but like you want to cover your ass. Cause if you get in trouble with guns, it's That's- over. They, it ain't like a parking ticket. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any guns anymore after that boating accident. Yeah. They all went down. You got tragic. a boating accident, too? That's fucking tragic, dude. Damn. Yeah. What are the chances? Three people. Right? Man, those were the good old days when I did used to have some. <laughs> all right. So let's shout out the patrons. Number one in the studio, Mr. Donnie Dulovich. Whoop, whoop. Knifematerial.at, 
Aru Bladeworks, Brigham Kendell, <laughs> Mark LeBlanc, Mark Vanderwerf, our sponsor, BexArmory.com, Mr. Richard Beck, Todd Harrington, Dennis Tyrell, Trucks Clayer Custom Cutlery, our other sponsor, Maritime Knife Supply, Mr. Lawrence Lake, Driver Defense Knives, Noah Bloomberg of the Eniot River Forge, Crafty Man Forge, Tortuga Blade Works, Jared at Echo Blades, Sourwood Creations, Bremner Built Knives, Snake Branch Knife Works, Stormlight Forge, and Timber Tiger Forge. Now, Jason and I have been made aware that there's a couple dropped off this list, and one of them contacted me, Mr. Ed Soul. And he is still a patron, and he's trying to get it sorted out with Patreon why he's not coming up in the list. But, so, Mr. Ed Soul, we'll see your name again soon. All right, so if that's the case, I'm going to change this number to 22, and Ed Soul will be number 22. Okay. If and it lands on him, just to make it fair where everybody's in there. Dum, dum, dum. Number, number eight. Oh, I just closed it because I'm an idiot. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, Mr. T family, Todd Harrington. Hell yeah. This will be a good one. Todd's recovering from an Achilles tendon surgery. Another one. Right? Didn't he have to go in twice? I'd say, I don't know. Looking at Todd's page, like before you click on a picture of a knife, if you just get it to where there's knives on the whole screen, it looks like a magazine. It really does. It's so professional. Yeah. Like, that makes me just want to close my Instagram altogether. But he is he's definitely got some badass blades, but he knows how to, to take the pictures for sure. And, like, knife making's Todd's side thing. Yeah. He's a legit high-level chef, executive chef, fancy yeah. chef. Him and I were him and I were talking on a video chat one night, and he's like frying dumplings and shit in his kitchen. Yeah, dude, he's some just, of the stuff that he cooks, I was gonna say, looks like it should be in a restaurant, but <laughs> that's what he does. He brings that shit home, dude. Like, man, I'd be a fat fucker if one of my parents was cooking like that all the time. <laughs> oh my god he really excels at uh using his profession to f- market and further his knife making too yeah he, it, he tags all of his clients in the posts of their knives and it's always different chefs and mm-hmm. he's he's crushing it crushing it his prices are too low todd you need to charge more i told him the same thing like way more but, but I love you. Don't get annoyed. <laughs> I've He's had that same conversation everybody. with him. And I, shit, I'm going way back now, and, and it's crazy. You can tell that this is a side hustle because before August of 21, there is no knives. You know what I mean? If you no. scroll back. Oh, no, you went way back. Yeah. All right. It's all food and shit. Yeah. But uh, actually, I didn't go back that far. Just a couple of swipes. Todd's the man. He's been on Food Network like two or three times. Yeah, he's he's just a down-to-earth good-ass dude, too. You get lost scrolling through here. Yeah. I made a comment on uh, on the show one time about some pork belly that I ate at a really nice restaurant up in North Carolina. 
And damn, if Todd didn't send me like a five-page recipe. Uh, it was his recipe on cooking pork belly. Wow. Uh, it was all through text, and it was so out of order because he doesn't write his recipes down. He just knows what to do in the kitchen. So he said yeah. he put his uh, his thing where he could speak into his phone, and he just walked me through it. But it came out, you know, through text. I printed that shit out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, my battery's going to die from scrolling back and forth. But I haven't cooked it yet, but it looks like it would be delicious. You can tell Todd's crushing it, too, because his followers almost exceed how many people he's following. That's when you know that you've made it. Yeah. And, hell, he's following. Wow. Good God, he's following 2,566 people. I can't even yeah. imagine what your feed would look like with that many. You uh, gotta not see a lot of people you follow. Yeah. See, I'm following. But he definitely deserves <laughs> it, man. I'm only following 425 people. Wow. I'm almost up to a thousand. Oh, me too. Nine ninety four. Wow. When I started on this show, I had under three hundred. The first episode where I was a guest, I had like two hundred and seventy some. Dude, I was stuck at 380 for years until the show started. I got 1,402 now. Wow. That really blew up from the show, you think? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I, I feel like I had already kind of exceeded my reach. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to gain new followers. And then the show started, and I got some from there. But uh, And and other shows, too, when you're, when you're on, like at that time I was on work for it, I noticed as soon as the episode aired, like 10, 15 new followers, like right off the bat, and then they trickle in. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised at the uh, effect of a giveaway, to be honest with you. I didn't check, I didn't write down how many I started with, but I bet I gained 50 or so. People love free shit, dude. Yeah, I don't blame them. I mean, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I like free shit. I like free knives from Donnie D. Yeah, that worked out. (laughs) Save some money on shipping, too. Yeah. Hell, we're going to cut some sausage with that damn knife later on. I'm almost at my hundredth knife. Maybe I should do a giveaway. I give away my hundredth knife when I hit a thousand followers. Oh, that sounds like a, I'm I know I'm going to be entering quite a few times. That sounds, I don't know. I would almost say raffle off the hundredth knife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's like a milestone. Yeah. You're obviously going to blow right past that. Maybe raffle off the hundredth and then give away number one hundred and one. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like I you really, can make some money off of that. Yeah, off of that hundred mark. I'm going to stop counting at a hundred. Yeah, I haven't stopped counting yet. I told Jason at his house I was going to start renumbering them, so it looks like I've only made about twenty or thirty knives <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> you haven't even made a hundred yet, and it's it's really making me look bad. What are you on? Uh, probably I don't even know. One hundred and six, seven. Like that. Oh, so you guys are right there. Yeah, one hundred six. close. Yeah, I'm around probably ninety right now. I thought I was going to do something crazy for my hundredth knife. You know, Damascus crazy handle. I had just it was part of a batch. Just put it in there. It never crossed my mind to even start counting way back in the day. Honestly, I really did it because when I was first starting, obviously a lot of it was. YouTube and Instagram was mm-hmm. a lot of how I was looking at knives. And I wished that I knew how many knives, how, how many knives you have to make to get to this level. How right. many, I was like, eh, kind of cool to keep track of it. Somebody could look at my page later on. Hopefully I'm pretty good. And they go, oh, well, that's how that's what your 10th knife should look like, maybe. Yeah, well, I like the shit out of the one I got. 
Oh, I'm glad. So, damn, dude, you you already made it into Blade magazine. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, what's next? Some, <laughs> you know, some guys, some guys that doesn't happen in a decade. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I feel I feel pretty lucky about that one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely have a. I told him I had to buy my copies on eBay because my subscription had. Uh, I canceled it and then I, when I re-upped it, it didn't re-up in time, and I could not find a copy of Blade Magazine ever uh, anywhere. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to go to the store to find one, but the only Blade magazines I have are the free ones from Blade Show. I mean, because they give away tons of shit up there. Well, they made a good investment. They put me in the magazine. I'll have it forever now because I'm not going to miss out on any more of my knives <laughs> possibly getting in there. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised it still exists, to be honest. Magazines are kind of a dead platform. Yeah. They really are. It's like terrestrial radio. Yeah. That's what's on the back of my toilet is all Blade magazines. Really? <laughs> Just from, I mean, Blade the past five or six years worth. It's just kind of become a thing to stick them there. <laughs> Remember back in the day when you'd read the shampoo bottles? Yeah. Or wh- whatever you could read. <laughs> something to pass the, the time, yep. <laughs> I don't know how many times I read the ingredients on Strawberry Suave. <laughs> <laughs> VO5. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we got another sponsor to talk about. Phoenix Abrasives. They're your one-stop shop for all your abrasive needs. And uh, use that promo code HUSTLE10 at checkout. Get 10% off your total order. And uh, now I feel like a dick because when we did the spotlight, we didn't even talk about Maritime. Oh. That's okay. (laughs) I don't think Lawrence minds as long as we uh, slip in the promo at some point. Maritime Knife Supply. Maritime Knife Supply. Maritime Knife Supply. If you don't buy from them, then fuck you. There you go. Best tagline <laughs> ever. You got to go back and like record that. That's going to be your insert for them. I have an idea on what I want to do for the ads, but I don't want to say it yet. I got to run it by Noah first, but I'm ripping it off from another podcast that I listen to. They won't care, though. But it, oh, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I'm excited Here, I'll to, type, to I'll see. type it in the chat so I don't leave you two hanging. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you guys come out with, man, for sure. So this is my second to last show. I feel like I've I've accomplished all the goals I set out to do with this show. Ah. I like that. That'd be cool. So I want yeah, I'm to, definitely looking forward to see what you and Noah do as well. I reached out to both y'all after I heard the depressing episode and <laughs> <laughs> still still excited. Dude, I got so many messages, like way more than I've ever gotten on any other episode. So many messages about me leaving. Me too. It was unreal. Maybe really made me feel good, yeah. you know. But uh I was getting messages from people who like it goes into the hidden messages cuz I'd never talked to them before. You know uh, yeah, I, I got I got a few of those too. Yeah, I'm like, holy fuck. People yeah. are like, you're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. Sad to see Jason go, but don't worry. You're going to do great. And I'm like, people have faith in me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told a lot of people that were, you know, they were telling me, hopefully you'll be back on here and there. I was like, as long as Ryan will let me. It's his baby now. You know, I'll pop in and out here and there. But my wife thinks I'll do okay because she says that I have 
just the right amount of autism. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> my brothers too, they call me autastic and it all stems because I, you know how you can like Google <laughs> search, names. like <laughs> you can like Google search WebMD stuff or whatever. Well, my brothers as a joke one day were like Google search autism test. So I took the tests that popped up and I got like strong, strong, like 90% Asperger's, mm-hmm. which is what Elon Musk has. Mm-hmm. So like he likes to be alone. He doesn't like it when things change last minute. He doesn't mind being away from people, actually hates being around people and he's hyper-focused and sometimes he's an honest, honest to the point where he's an asshole and it's like, oh, fuck. So that why it's Asperger's? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I think the guy's name was Asperger. I know there's a good Asperger's episode of South Park. Oh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. You want to uh, hear about it, Jason? No. But I'm Cartman sure you're going to tell Cartman me. Starts a, yeah, I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> Cartman starts a restaurant because okay. he, sells, he sells the best burgers in town. And everybody says, like, oh, they taste like KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and McDonald's combined. And it's because Cartman makes the burgers, wraps them up, and shoves them down his pants and farts all over him. <laughs> it's his ass burgers. It's a great episode. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> he looks so, so upset. Oh, man. It's just, you know, farts are funny. Like, I farted a few minutes ago. I don't know if you heard it, Donnie. But I did, yeah. It was a pretty good one. Um, farts are funny things. But, That's how I don't. He's leaning away from me. <laughs> you see how I'm getting farther and further out of camera? <laughs> yeah, I mean, little cartoon kids farting on hamburgers is just, you know, not my thing. And then selling them to people. Oh, wow. Well, the best is when he goes to the doctor, try to convince him that he has Asperger's because he's pulling these burgers out of his pants. Oh, well. <laughs> why did you say that to start with? Now I've got to watch it. <laughs> Oh, is that the one? Is he trying to get into the Special Olympics, so he has to come up with an ailment? I don't know if that's the same episode or not, but it could be. (laughs) He goes to enter the Special Olympics, and the lady asks Cartman's mom, what's wrong with him? And he's like, I'm retarded. (laughs) Then he gets looked at the Special Olympics anyways. So good. You should just marathon watch all 25 seasons of South Park. Oh, hell no. Start from season <laughs> one back when they were like cutout cardboard characters all the way up to the modern day where they're joking about COVID. And Yeah, I'm going to pass on that, dude. I tell you, we was watching, y'all ever watch Blacklist? No, I think my parents are watching that right now. That is a damn good show. But during COVID, when that first got, you know, real bad, it was mid-season for that show. They tried to keep it going by turning to, like, animated little comic book type people. I couldn't do it. Mm. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, all the way dumb. And maybe it was because I knew the characters that it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe. I don't I know. know. Some people just have a hang-up about cartoons. Beavis and Butthead's awesome. Yeah. King of the Hill? Oh, man. One that, of the that was a classic. All-time sure. favorites. But uh, I still watch King of the Hill on a regular basis. I do too. If it's on, I'm watching it. I don't think I've seen it on. I don't. I don't watch cable TV often, though. I'm usually yeah, streaming something. Yeah, we don't have cable. Yeah, but uh, on I think it's called Pluto. It's either Pluto or Tubi. It's one of the free ones we have on our TV. 
there's like a whole TV guide, hundreds of shows. Wow. And there's like one channel that just shows King of the Hill all the time. I just signed up for Peacock so I could watch that 70s show again. We've got Peacock. Um, we signed up for Peacock back in January just to watch the Super Bowl. It was on there. Yeah. Wow. We got it set up like 10 minutes before the game started. And it's only like four-something a month. So that was a heck of a payday for them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because we were trying to figure out, like, okay, where can we stream the ball game? And then my mom called me. She's like, we found it. Peacock. So we went over there. and It was a free seven-day trial. So we could have just canceled it. But we're like, oh, well, fuck it. We got it. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's why I signed up for HBO Max was Game of Thrones. And yeah. then well, Yellowstone, too, was on Peacock. Oh, really? So, yeah, we were able to watch that on there. We got HBO just for South Park. We followed South Park through three different streaming services. Because <laughs> they started on Netflix, so we had Netflix. Then they went to Hulu, so we got Hulu. And then they went to HBO Max, so we got HBO Max. So your wife, big into South Park, too? She's, she enjoys it? Oh, yeah. Oh, she loves it. Oh, God, you better keep her. Keep she her. says, I'm a perfect mix of cotton from King of the Hill. Hank Hill's dad. Oh, yeah. I killed 50 men. You know, that guy. Sawed off at the knees. Yeah, yeah. He lost his shins in the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she says, I'm a perfect mix of him, Randy Marsh from South Park, which is Stan's dad, and uh, uh, Stan Smith, the dad from American, American Dad. I've never really watched much of that. I watched a lot of Family Guy. That always came on afterwards, and I never. I actually it. like American Dad more than Family Guy because they have Roger the alien, mm-hmm. so it, it gives them more shit to joke about. Like, they have an alien that lives in their attic that Stan brought home from Area 51 because he works for the CIA. Yeah, I've yeah. caught bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane's pretty funny. That he show is. he made, Orville, which is like a, a Star Trek spinoff, is pretty funny. Yeah, I think you mentioned that before. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, Orville, and then uh, um, Solar Opposites is a really funny cartoon. My Jason's favorite non-cartoon never... show, though, is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of that. Oh, dude, you don't know what you're missing. They find a baby in a dumpster, and they name it the Dumpster Baby. <laughs> and they want to make it a child actor, so they paint it brown, because black and Mexican child actors are more successful than white oh ones. And, and then uh, Child Protective Services shows up. I'll it's, tell you, if Jason wasn't in it, it's if, awesome. If Jason wasn't uh, leaving the podcast, he would definitely, definitely never have me on again. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I just, I don't have much to put into this one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. This has been was fun. That, this is like a goal of mine to have Donnie Dulovich inside the studio with me. It has been cool. So, cool to see the see the setup, too, you know. Yeah. Listen every week. Now you're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, mission accomplished. My work here is done. From this point forward, Ryan owns the podcast. I'm going to be back on it next week with him just to kind of verify, double check the, you know, a test broadcast Re- recordability. Yeah, he's he's going to publish it and all, but I'm going to kind of back up record the audio for the just in case. But after that, I'm out, bitches. Got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's not letting me have the Patreon till the first, 
So all new people signing up, just wait till then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted like a parting gift or whatever, my Venmo is just Jason Hartwell, no spaces. I mean, just saying, throwing that out there, Jason Hartwell, I'm, at Jason Hartwell, no spaces. What do you guys think of that? I've always thought of putting my Venmo and Cash App and stuff on like my Instagram or my YouTube page. Is that like begging? Yes. Oh. See, that's why I hadn't done it yet because I was like, man, does that make me a piece of shit? <laughs> I honestly, I feel like if I saw, I never, I wouldn't have even thought of it like that. I would have thought instead of having to DM somebody, every single person, if you're doing a raffle or, or anything where somebody's got to send you, you know, 10, 20 bucks or it's there. Everybody should be able to read and go pay their bill. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like on a raffle post, it is all the way okay. You know, but like just in general, having it in your bio kind of makes you seem like maybe a prostitute. Yeah. Just like those bit. thirst trap girls. Yeah. yeah. TikTok famous girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, send me five bucks to my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Those girls. Yeah. Those are the ones. And here's a preview of the Hustle and Grind podcast uh, yep. two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what you're in no. for, boys and girls. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. So is Noah going to be on the show next week? I'll have to talk to him. Okay. Out with the old, in with the new. That's what you can name next week's show. Yeah, we could do that. Have the three of us if he's available. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'll work. All right, guys. Nervous. You ready to wrap it up? You're nervous? Don't be nervous. You've done this a hundred times. Yeah, I know. So you guys don't think I should talk about South Park? No, definitely not. (laughs) I love it. Bring it on. I mean, there's probably some fans out there for sure, but, like, I'd change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass hustling grand podcast. Talking about cartoons. <laughs> they did one episode where they were actual people. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, they well, all that, get herpes. I'll show, co- I'll show uh, Jason that episode Kenny. tonight. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding the remote when we get home. <laughs> but one last shout out to... Richard Beck of BecksArmory.com. Hell yeah. PhoenixAbrasives.com. Hell and yeah. And Lawrence Lake at Maritime Nice Supply. Thank you for the support. Thank you for not bailing on us with this big change that's coming. Yep. I, I appreciate you all. And everybody has officially been notified. Everybody's okay with everything. Everything is going to continue smooth as glass. Excellent. Okay, bye. Want to go? Like, are we done? Like, are we done now? Are you playing me off? No, on my own just, show. I'm just asking. Whoop! <laughs> See, that's I, the wrong one. I quit. I, I suck at this. That's why I'm. Uh, Wasn't that the work for its playoff music? Yeah. Why is that on your board? It's the generic tone that comes with the roadcast board. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Anybody on the planet that buys a roadcast board has got the that one, that one, that one. <laughs> It just, it comes with a pile of sounds. Play play the play that one that the WFI uses, and I'll do a little homage to Brian House. He's been under the weather, hoping he's feeling better. Play it loud. All right. Uh, he does it at the beginning, but it's fine. Yeah.
I thought, man, I, I, I got to get back to my, my work for it, guys. It's been so long since I heard them. But God damn, we got, we got shit to do. Bye, Ryan. See ya, bye. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs>